Welcome to Sacred Cows, a podcast where we ask the age-old question, why do we do what we do? My name is Daniel. And I'm Bria. And each week we will look at life or family or the church and ask questions to help us as we journey through life together. So grab your favorite caffeinated beverage and come and chat with us. Hello and welcome to Sacred Cows. Season something, episode something. Who cares? Yeah, at this point. <laughs> we're I just mean. back again. Who cares? <laughs> we just put labels on them because we think that's the cool thing to do. <laughs> we but just we're want not to cool hear people. ourselves speak again. You know? <laughs> so we don't know what this is. Exactly. We know we're talking for the second time on expectations. So yes. let's just call this episode two, shall we? Last week we talked about expectations. What's the expectation of expectations? Yes. Why are we talking about that in this little season of Sacred Cows um, and what that looks like? Today, we want to talk about the expectations of education, which may sound weird. Yeah. Get your Bibles out. Get your books out. The expectation is that you went to school. I See, there see? you go. There you go. What is the expectation right off, now? Right off the bat, we're starting we? out being like, this is the expectation. Right. Because you, yes. you have family members who did not graduate from high school. And, and some who, are, the, are some of the best qualified exactly, people i've ever met right yes. so it's, it's so they don't ooh, have like a formal uh, like a formal right, education right. right they have a lot of experience experiential education right. so what is education exactly oh my gosh we didn't talk about this before uh, we're going down the rabbit hole give us a moment while we pause we'll, we'll be right back yeah. <laughs> no what, what made us want to talk about this is we have three young kids they're all just starting out on yep. their formal education process of mm. life. I don't even know how to word it. Anyways, yeah. they're, they're starting to They're learning things out of, out of the house. <laughs> they're yes. starting to go to school. Um, and we've had this conversation. That's a nice way of putting it. I appreciate that. The, the starting what? their formal education. I was just trying to be educated. <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to sound See, like so there's an expectation in this podcast. We're supposed to sound educated. Oh, but we're not. Um, <laughs> we've had many educate. Edu- oh my gosh. We've had many conversations about our kids' education. Yes. Many Ar- com- arguments. Many arguments. Conversations. Many tears. Many. Many we don't know what to do. Yeah. We don't Comments. know how to get there. Yeah. All of this stuff. Yeah. So to give you like the really quick and dirty version, our oldest child is seven. Yeah. Um, Grade He's two. been in the school system for three years. Mm-hmm. Two of those years was in a regular public English school system like yep. i don't know how to explain it other than exactly. just normal normal, normal public school, school regular school. public school right yeah. um Eng- english public school and yeah. we had our ebbs and flows and our ups and downs as yeah. you do in life as you do in every type of schooling thing um we've discovered a specific program in our location where we're living which is amazing um which is a free public school program however it is called logos and it is a um public school taught from a christian faith-based perspective i think i'm naming that right yeah I think so, so that's where our kids are landing right now i like to open with that because i don't want to give false like expectations of what we do i want people to be very clear from what perspective we're coming from yes and the journey that we have been on yeah um just because it's a christian faith-based program me personally i don't know if it's just a mom thing but me personally i question my decision on a daily basis is mm. <laughs> to send my kids out of the home into the public school. Yeah. It's hard. But that's where why? the expectation comes why? in. Why? 
You want to give a little bit of why? That's what I'm going to say. Sure. Because I feel currently the expectation as a Christian family, and like here's the thing, we like to like level Christian families. Yes. Like we have like the Christmas and Easter Christian families Mm. who claim Christianity but only go to church and do Christmas and Easter stuff. That's right. And then we have like the full on other side, like. I hate to say their names, but like Duggar Christian families <laughs> who all wear skirts and like make their own butter, right? Yes. Like those are the those are the spectrums. Yes. Those are the Christian families. And I feel, this is me personally, I feel like the expectation of education for Christian kids currently in this reality of 2022 mm. is that you will homeschool them mm. and that that is the best decision and that not only is the best decision, but that's what Jesus would do. Yeah. That's the that's, Christian way of educating That's the only way to instill proper Christian principles. Right. To be a good Christ follower. Right. There's no way you could be a good Christ follower and go to public school. Right. There's no way you would be able to teach your kids and to have influence over them in spiritual matters Mm -hmm. and send them to public school. That Mm -hmm. would be absurd. A hundred percent. And I struggle with that pressure. Insert sarcasm Don't hear what we're not saying. We are are not saying homeschoolers are bad. Some of the people that I respect the most have homeschooled their kids for their whole career, their kids are amazing. Like I have m- massive respect for people who that is an option, the path that God has put them on, and yep. that is the vision for their family. Totally get it, love it, no disrespect whatsoever. It's just the current reality of the expectation um, that I see online and social media, especially post COVID, mm. is that like we will pull our kids from this one hundred percent, and we will live in our. This is extreme. We will live in our own bubble. We will do everything ourselves. We will homeschool our kids. And Mm. that's just not the reality for you and I, Yeah. for the life that God has called us to, for what we're doing right now. Mm. Um, And in my, in my travels, my vast educated travels, I'm being sarcastic. Um, I've had lots of conversations with mom and moms and dads who feel the same way. Mm. It's, it's really hard to more conversations than I've had. Live like, (laughs) I, and I, I'm like trying to choose my words very carefully. It's really hard to live like a normal standard life where we work because we need to eat mm-hmm. and we don't like regular traditional jobs, I guess, for lack yeah. of a better word, that yep. you're out and you're doing things. Nine to five. It's really hard to find your place as that type of quote unquote normal Christian family who's living a quote unquote normal North American life, but mm-hmm. has a deep desire to live biblically, to live a holy life, mm. to weave it into everything you do, but still have to send your kids out to be educated outside the home. Mm. It's hard. It's a hard expectation to live up to. I may be wrong. That may not be the expectation of society right now, but that's, that's what, what I feel. That's what you're seeing. That's what you're hearing. Yeah. See, and yeah. I uh, – and It's different from for my, a dad. I was going to say from my perspective – I guess I'm not, this is going to sound horrible. I'm not as involved in Mm -hmm. that conversation Mm -hmm. as maybe I should be. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Dad's out there. If you're listening, help me out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I think we're we're wired differently as men and women. And that's a different conversation for a different day. very, very true. But, and I'm not saying dads don't worry about their kids. No. Because I know you do. and And I know you have your moments. But I think as women, there's some sort of extra something, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether it's, the way we were made, whether it's the way we're wired, whether it's science, there is a lot of science behind it. Um, we we consume ourselves of this a lot more than our lovely spouses do. But not to sound like 90 years old, but mm-hmm. would you say social media has perpetuated it? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. 
because it's because I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anyone over the age of 50 or 60 listens to this, but I would love to know their perspective of with, mm. with their kids. Schooling, with educating like, kids. Like schooling. It, was it just a, yeah, you go to public school? Because when we this were growing did, up, you know? we, it, I don't what were the options? think it was as big of a deal as it is today. And and furthermore, it could be a post-COVID life too, mm. right? That That's happened with that. A mm. lot of stuff has happened. People have decided to pull their kids out for a variety of reasons, yeah. Christian or non-Christian. Um, but yeah, it, you're right. It's like 50 years ago, was this an option? Yeah, but and, and yet, how did parents deal with it? And yet we could we could very easily say, well, we could look at the state of the church in North America right now and the lack of discipleship, and mm-hmm. we could say, ooh, that could be that could be one of the root issues right. as to why right. it's right. Um, lack of homeschooling. You mean? Yeah, la- 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 maybe this might be too hard, but like a lack of just the acceptance of yeah, you you go to right. public school, right? You turn this age. You go to primary, you right. go to grade one, you go to grade two. This right. is the expectation that has been placed on you. Right. And this is just what happens. Right. So yeah. if that's the Christian cultural expectation that we sense and we feel. That's what you've we've seen. We've got to yes. go back to, like, what does the Bible say about it? Because that's really the only thing that matters. Yes. Um, really, that's the only thing that matters. And the the Bible does not explicitly give us a biblical way to educate our kids. When it comes to reading and math That's right. yeah. and all yeah, of that type exactly. of stuff. They, the Bible does not give us a specific way that we should be doing this. However, what the Bible does tell us in Proverbs 22 tells us that we need to train our kids. We need to train our kids in the way of the Lord. So people get that mixed up sometimes. Yes, right? absolutely. We think we need to train our kids. Therefore, every single every single thing they do needs to be Bible-based, which yeah. is not wrong, but it's not necessarily what that verse means. I mean, yeah, just right. a, a quick look at it. When you look at the word train and you look at the Hebrew from it, and I'm going to mess up the pronunciation of this word massively, but when you look at the Hebrew word for train up, it's C-H-A-N-A-K. How would you pronounce that? Say it again. C-H-A-N-A-K. This is like, I feel like a... Shanak? I feel like a spelling bee. Sure, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. I mean, if you want a hard chub, then it's Shanak. Sure, we'll go with either of those things. So that word, it occurs five times in the Bible. Four of those times that it occurs, it's about a house. So it's talking about how, like, it's it's the house of Israelites' home or mm-hmm. Yahweh's home, the word mm-hmm. for God that they would use in the Old Testament. It was, it was a dwelling, dedicated, set aside, claimed, owned, inhabited by someone. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a very special, like, this is for Yahweh. Yeah. This is yeah. for God. It's set apart. It's there. It's claimed for that. The fifth time this word is used is in this verse. Yeah. When it's talking about training our kids and it's not necessarily talking about the education part of it it's saying we need to raise our kids to know who they belong to Mm -hmm. and dedicate them back to god knowing that no one else can claim them Mm -hmm. except for their father Mm -hmm. no one else can claim them except for god and that's how we're supposed to train up our kids Mm -hmm. so when we look at that and we look at what the Bible does not explicitly say, do not send your kids to public school or do not home ki- homeschool your kids. Yeah. The Bible or does homeschool not say your that. kids. Right. Or, the Bible yeah. does not say that. And we put those two verses together. Then if we are properly training our kids, give me the word again. Sh- Shanak. Shanak. Can I say shanaking? Is, is it a verb? I don't know. It is now. If we it's are not. not it's almost sh- like shellacking a wall. It seems so bad. <laughs> but if we are training them in the way that the Bible says, so we are setting them apart. We are giving them back to God. We are making 
making sure that he has he has stuck his flag in our kids and no one's going to turn that no one's going to take that flag out mm. no one's going to claim them over then it shouldn't matter how they are formally educated yes it shouldn't not one little bit yeah. matter if that is the foundation at the home and that is what we are doing as parents every single day day in and day out it doesn't matter who's teaching them math yeah it yeah. shouldn't matter yes. who's teaching them math yep that make sense absolutely and i think you kind of hit the nail on the head too as well when you said it's the foundation of what we're teaching them in the home mm -hmm. yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and i think a few other questions we need to ask ourselves before we go on to just one other point here too a few other questions we need to ask ourselves it's like what are the options that i currently have if if god has you mean called... for schooling exactly. your for child if, yes if god has called me into nursing if god has called me into teaching in the public school if mm. god has called me into a medical field or business or, or whatever it is if i have dedicated whatever i'm doing to god then mm. the option to homeschool is a much harder decision yes now i've heard it said you need to have faith in god and just quit your job and he'll provide sure do you, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're flirting with spiritual abuse there. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes. We may not be flirting with it. We're we flirting may be, with, we may oh, be, you don't have enough faith. Right. We may be yeah. directly planted in that of you should just quit your job because you obviously don't have enough faith that God will provide for you because this, that, yeah. and other thing, right? So you need to look at like, what are what are the options? What are what are my current life circumstances? Mm. What are we mm -hmm. doing? Yeah. Um, what are our motives for homeschooling? Do you, like, what's the motive? Yeah. Some people, even though um, it may look like it's the best thing, their motives may not be in the right place. Mm, right? That's right. That's right. And vice versa. People sending in public school, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, I think the most important thing that we have talked about when we made a decision was what is our what is our vision for our family? What what vision <laughs> – our dog is sneezing because she's, she's allergic to life. Um what is our family vision and what does our family vision say um, and how and how should that – because our family vision helps us make all of our decisions. That's right. So what does our family vision say? And I think the key part in our personal family vision is that we want to really live out Jesus' words of your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. And we believe not, not just at home. We believe for <laughs> our family <laughs> that means out. I yes. mean, we work for the Salvation Army. Um, we're all about others. We're all about serving our community, and and part of the way that we do that is yeah. being in our community. And um, we don't believe that there's a junior Holy Spirit. We believe the same Holy Spirit that goes with you and I out into the community every day mm -hmm. goes with our kids when they go to school every day. That's right. And they can do just as powerful work. The Holy Spirit can do just as powerful work through our kids as it can through us. Yep. So that is part of our decision-making process, our family vision. Everyone's family vision can and should be unique because we're mm. all unique mm. image bearers. So just a few questions to think about. Mm -hmm. We're not going to give you the answer for your family because no. we don't know you. Um, but that's just our process yeah. of it. And I think the second part of this piece is um, – as adults, the expectation of learning for adults yes. and what that looks like and how that impacts our kids, no matter what schooling yeah. we choose for them. So let's look at, um, we're talking about training our kids, building that foundation. And maybe a lot of you who are listening, you have younger kids, you have teenage kids. Uh, you're probably over 30. Uh, science says by the time you're 32, 
it's about three times as hard to learn something than it is when you're under yeah, 32. I would agree with that. Um, and if so you're a man, it's harder. Basically, <laughs> so the older you get, the harder it is to train and retrain your brain. Right. Because it's you get stuck in your ways. We we've heard that we've said it. Right. You're stuck in your ways. Right. We've we've heard you can't teach an old we dog new tricks. We dismiss older right? people too, right? We uh, go, oh absolutely, whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so what comes with that and a lot of people don't understand is that's where the idea as well comes um as we mature and our brains mature that we um I don't know what switches in our brains, but we quickly realize, huh, I can't learn anything from anyone younger than me. Right. I only have to go to older mentors. I have to go to those who have the life experience i have to go to those who have the educational experience that's the Mm. only way i'm going to learn and science backs this up that 32 is this magic age where you're done your life goes downhill (laughs) it's literally you're done yeah and i'm 32 you're done so there we go i'm done you are as smart as you Um, will be but what it and long story short what that is is anything before 32 it's quick you learn it you adopt it Mm. so that's why it's easier to start this process in regards to raising up your kids the earliest and the youngest your kids are and the earliest and youngest you are they develop healthy habits but what i want to say here is it's not impossible mom and dad Mm -hmm. it's not impossible to retrain your minds to understand that this is important Mm -hmm. and that your your children if they're under the age of 32 Mm -hmm. can still be influenced and pointed towards the way they should go Mm -hmm. and to uh, create still that those foundational mm-hmm. pieces, Absolutely. and I think there's a lot there. We, we obviously don't have time, but there's a ton there to unpack because I know, like, we were married before we were thirty. We were married very young, mm-hmm. so then talking about their parents' role in if growing in, up together, growing up together. Yeah. That's right. So, so there's a whole there's a whole lot of things there. Um, but I mean, if I had my two cents in this whole podcast, it would be like l- learning is living. Like, Mm. it's as much as we breathe air. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you're living, you're living life, you're learning, you're taking in new things. And it's either good things or it's bad things. Yeah. That that's the two sides of it. You're either taking in really really good things or you're not (laughs) you're not taking in good things. Yeah. And so we hope that we're able to kind of create that filter that is like, you know, that's something I really don't need to have in my brain. For example. I probably know every Disney song oh my gosh, it's that's the worst out there. I'm the I am the 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 person of pointless lyrics or the or the useless facts. <laughs> that's me. Am I aware that that takes up brain space that I could be doing something else? Absolutely. Am I going to do something about it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not because it's a because I'm 32, but it's a nice conversation starter, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's true. So it's true. And and. So above 32, you got to be very like, no, I am going to do this. Mm -hmm. I am going to focus on this Mm -hmm. until it happens. And I think not just, not just speaking towards like to parents, but anyone who uh, calls himself a Jesus follower, anyone who has this passion and desire to, um, you know, they call it apologetics, defending the gospel, teaching people about the gospel, what, what it means, what it's saying. Um, we are dealing with stuff stuff I got, I don't know how to sounds rude. We are dealing with yeah, items. Yep. Yep. <laughs> today in 2022 that our our parents, not even our not even one generation before us really had to deal with. Yeah. A lot of things that they dealt with like 
well, the Bible says this, end of discussion. Do you yeah, know what of I course. mean? Yeah. Now we are, the Bible says this, and we need to have a broader conversation and yes. we need to understand it and yes. we need to know it. And the only way we're going to do that is by learning, by reading our Bible, That's actually by one reading of the key... books, by yes. having conversations. Like yes. we over 32 yeah. <laughs> now have to intentionally educate ourselves yes. at a rate that I, I have no science to back this. I'm just going to say sure. it. That I don't know any other generation really has had to do in order to maintain the gospel. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And that that involves sacrificing other things in your life that maybe you want to do right. in order to recognize, no, 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 this is important to me. Yeah. And I think it's, it's key what you were saying there because uh, one of the first key aspects to learning as an adult is you need to have an openness. Yeah. You need to read both sides. Yeah. You need to understand that more. Second thing is enthusiasm. Yeah. You need to want, want to yeah. learn. Yeah. You're not, you're not just, it, it's not just going to happen. Right. 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 So you need that enthusiasm to, to back it up yeah. and to be able to, to want to do it because yeah. You're going to fall off the bandwagon. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to start out with two weeks and this is fantastic and we're learning so much. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I think just to even just to wrap it all up, it comes full circle with that. We want to train our kids. Um, we don't want to have to worry about how we're educating them. Yeah, like if they're right. going to public school, if of they're going course. to homeschool, then we have to train our kids. We have to, I'm going to say it differently than I said it before is, is that Hebrew that to shinak, sh- yeah. whatever it Shinnach. is, yeah. it, it to, to, to claim them as gods. Mm. And, and if we want that as desperate as I think we want that in yeah. this generation, we need to make sure that we are educating ourselves, that we're not giving into this expectation of we've mm. arrived at 32. I don't need to read it that's right I've exactly read scriptures. pride we, is huge yes, it gets in the way of education we need to put that huge. aside put that expectation aside and we need to work hard at, yes. at that biblical foundation for our kids and that biblical foundation for us mm. and when the foundation is strong yes it should not matter how they're educated it should not matter what place we go into of course we want to avoid things that are not of god that are unholy (laughs) we don't want that stuff continuously poured into our lives but also we need to be able to go out we need to be able to be in the world but not of the world and Mm. how we do that does not depend on how our kids are educated or how much scripture we can memorize or have read under the age of 32 (laughs) how we do that is by continually educating ourselves and training our kids and being passionate about that so expectation of education yeah mom dad kids learn together yeah read together don't share new things that you're learning with each other absolutely do it together don't worry about the the how or the where yeah yeah but concern yourself with the why and and the who you're grounding yourself and your kids in Thanks so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And remember, as 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. May you find that peace in your questioning.